0: of the Plug and Play podcast. My name is Zach and alongside me as always is Tim. I think I fucked that up a little bit. But...
2: No, he did fine. Welcome <laughs> to Uh
0: so anyways guys, it has been a very long week, um full with new relationships and everything else, also known as Valentine's Day. Yes. So Tim, uh, why don't you kick us off and tell us about your uh Valentine's you brought Day a, brought
2: up Valentine's Day. We were huge dorks on Valentine's Day but awesome dorks. Uh, my wife, unbeknownst to me, bought us matching uh, Legend of Zelda shirts, um, and we actually went out in public wearing them, so that's not like news for me, that is for her, though, Like, and that's the first time, I think, that we've ever worn matching clothing, so we're officially...
3: Aww, you're we're that officially, couple! Yeah, we
2: are now that couple. We're officially an old couple. Um, which brings me to the next thing. It was our anniversary the day after. Yeah. Our 19th anniversary. So we are that couple. We were old.
0: I, you know, I might have still been in diapers back then.
2: You might have. Um, so Maybe crap. not really diapers. But 19 years. Um, 19 good years mostly. Um, but it was sort of a fail for an anniversary. We were supposed to be in Cancun right now.
0: What? Yeah. You didn't tell me that.
2: Nope. Um, we had a, another couple, it was her birthday roughly the same time so they were going to make a trip and like, hey, it'd be fun to, you know, have some some activity partners you want to come along. I'm like, yes, we'd love to go to the sandy beaches of Cancun and, and soak our toes in the warm... Warm surf, and uh, we had it With all planned. With the
0: Mexican Viagra and everything.
2: Well, tequila, at least. Um, so we had it all planned out, and the parents-in-law were going to watch the kids and everything. It was all cool. Fortunately, before we bought the tickets, um, the parents-in-law remembered that they'd booked a month in Hawaii during our anniversary, so that was not going to happen.
0: Oh, so, hashtag fail.
2: Um, yeah, so after that, after thinking we are going to... Cancun, and then, oh, guess not. It was like, well, we can do this. Yeah, I guess. So, like, nothing sounded cool anymore, and I had to work anyway um, that night, so we had a nice breakfast together, um, (laughs) and then my wife pretty much did some work projects on her PC and I got a haircut so
0: nice <laughs> happy anniversary honey I love you <laughs> uh,
2: sorry we'll do better next on our 20th anniversary yeah
0: you gotta do something we memorable then
2: better do something epic Cancun is not off the table so and then the only other I guess sort of interesting thing was um we are trying to eat at home more just to be more healthy cause we eat out a lot um
0: you guys are your wife especially is like super like Busy work. Yeah, and and she's everything. coming
2: home from work because she has such a long commute, like at six, and I don't cook that often. Um, I am certainly willing to help out. If she's got something in the fridge, I'll throw it in the oven. I'm totally down for that. But it's just kind of a hassle, so we haven't been cooking at home that much, um, eating out a lot, which is not super good for you, and it's expensive. Yeah. Um, so she got this coupon code or something for a free. Uh, trial of BlueApron.com. How's that? So they ship you all of the food you need um, in like these cool containers with like this ice and this like wrap. This looks like um, I don't know some kind of space age wrap. It keeps it all cool and fresh to your door, hmm. along with um, recipes. And then you put them together, and they're pretty relatively simple. Um,
0: they actually tasty is that?
2: Yeah, the two we've had have been good. We had a steak sandwich one day. And then tonight was, like, a pizza and a salad. Nice. So the problem is, is not cooking a lot. Like, um, Cheryl didn't know how to roll dough. So... Google! We had, <laughs> no, she was tired, frustrated from a long day at work, and... Like, I hear in the kitchen, like, oh no, this isn't turning out the way I planned, and all these negative things. I'm I'm sitting here trying to type up the notes for today's show. <laughs> I'm like, no, I better investigate, or I'm going to go to the show hungry. <laughs> so, I work in a pizza place. We've probably not mentioned that. So, I'm, I know a little bit about dough. Yeah. And she was trying to roll it out on an unfloured... <gasps> um, oh, no. Right straight in on the pan, Yeah. first of all, at which the pan will shift on the counter. Mm-hmm. Second of all...
0: The There's pan, no power.
2: There was no flour. Oh. And the rolling pin is crap. I'm going to be getting her a new rolling pin. It's like, but I've had this one for 20 years. I'm like, yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> it's like broken. Um, the part that's supposed to roll is... does it doesn't roll. It's broken. Um, so I want to get her a solid roller. Um, I like yeah. those um, that have the tapered ends. Mm-hmm. You feel more connected to whatever you're rolling. So anyway, I, I dusted. I cleaned up the counter, sanitized it, put the dough right on the counter on some flour rolled it out, and like, wow, it's not just one big, because every time she was rolling it, it was like going out maybe two inches and then sucking back in. Yeah. So the pizza would have been like three inches thick yeah. and, and two inches long. Like, It'd be a single-serving deep-dish pizza,
0: <laughs> which
2: would not feed our family. No. So anyway, I rescued the Blue Apron meal. Nice. Um, yay, Tim. Um, that's,
0: that's Go, it. Tim, go. That's go, my story. Go, Tim, go.
2: Blueapron.com, check it out. Um, make a family dinner. All right. What about you?
0: I've been at the gym. That's it.
2: You are how many days streak now?
0: Well this is seven. I'm taking my first day off. Okay. So I went seven days in a row. I think you're
2: supposed to have rest days a little more frequently, but...
0: So like what like I've been thinking about like I'm gonna try to do is like try to do a different part of the body every day of the week. Except for every four days. Three or four days, I'm gonna do like a forty-five minute Quick touch up on all the parts.
2: So where are you getting your training stuff? Are you just kind of going? My
0: head.
2: Just coming off the tough. Yeah.
0: Right. Um. No. Like I've seen some other guys at the gym. Like, and I kind of watch what they're doing and then do it you the next Are using
2: machines day. or free weights? Um.
0: A doing? little bit of mixture of both. Nice. So. Um, do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift, bro? No. Like. Yeah. You know. Like the bar. Nice. Yeah. I got the bar, and then I got two girls on the other sides of the bars, you know, holding it to make sure the bar's not too heavy. Okay. But we got it. So, uh, I've been doing that, and then working, and then, uh... Working a lot. Working a lot.
2: How many days off yet? I don't know. One?
0: Something like that, yeah.
2: Didn't you work on a Saturday?
0: Yeah, I worked on a Friday, and then I worked on a Saturday on the computer at home Mm. for the company. So...
2: All work and no play and make Zach a dull boy.
0: Yeah, so we've been doing that, but I did get some gaming in.
2: That's good. Yes. You need to get some
0: in. Yeah, so I got some gaming in, although Steam hasn't been launched in like, well, except for to claim a free game today that we're going to talk about probably later on. Yeah, we should do that. But uh, other than that, I haven't really launched Steam, so, and Tim's at my house again, so I don't know if you guys can tell the difference or not in the audio, but.
2: Yeah, sorry about last week's guys, something on my end was not working correctly.
0: So, yeah, well, Whatever. We get to hang out a little bit more. But we're talking about video games now. So, Tim, what have you been playing? Because I know for a fact you were teasing me with videos of one while I was at work one day.
2: Yeah. Um, I love how this game started. I'm. This week's uh, games are brought to you by the letter F. Um, so, the game I played and completed um, was Firewatch um, from, I think, Campo San, or Camp Santos or Campo Santos, something like that. Hmm. Um, so, it's an adventure game, It's I all guess. the rave right now. Yeah. Um... Some people are comparing it to the walking simulator genre of, like, um, everybody goes to the rapture.
0: Yeah.
2: But um, it does it does it a lot better because those games sort of feel empty, like something's already happened. Mm-hmm. In this game, you feel like things are happening around you as you're walking through the environment.
0: Well, like, as you're walking, like, the sky progresses into night, and, like, night becomes day, right?
2: And that, and you're going to check on stuff that just happened, like... You, okay, Firewatch, you're, you're playing as a middle-aged guy um, who has personal reasons for becoming a Firewatcher, who basically you man this tower and you look for forest fires. And it's set back in the 80s, which is smart because it limits technology, like no cell phones. Mm-hmm. Although even if with cell phones, the area there they probably wouldn't have coverage. But you have to rely on a radio, and you're in contact constantly with another Firewatcher who's sort of in charge of all of the different stations, um, Delilah and so having someone talking to you all the time while you're walking
3: the wind's really picking up yeah it is hey so what the hell happened last do you have anything you need to report no i had no new smoke on my end can you Confirm? Yes. Are you concerned about the Greenwood fire? I wasn't. Should I be? Well, the wind is really picking up. It's two and a half miles off. And it's gonna have to break at the canyon, right? Alright. Well, use your best judgment. Should I be worried? Delilah, should I be worried? No, Henry. So, last night? You know we shouldn't talk about it. Please, stop. I don't give a shit. Please. Fine. I don't think I'm, I don't think we're safe. This job is not safe. Don't be dramatic. Do people die out here? die, getting out of the shower. You know what I mean, as a lookout. Look, why are we even here? To make sure the damn wilderness doesn't burn down. No, our job is to be here when that happens. Henry, there are some things you can't prevent. So just stay in your tower, okay? Stay in there and watch.
2: Um, telling you where to go makes the game feel more lived in and just active.
0: Do you actually run into other players in this game? So, like I know Fire, you Fire Watch, other
2: Firewatch really creates. I don't know if you spend much time hiking or camping out in the great outdoors, away, from, away from people. Well, you've been away from people yeah. then. Oh, are you? There are a lot of hunters there. Sometimes. Um, it gives you enough feeling of isolation that when you do actually run into someone else... Yeah, it's,
0: it's startling.
2: Yeah, or unsettling. Yeah. Um, like, you're chasing down some kids at one point who are lighting fireworks. Not really spoilers early in the game. Um, and it it feels like a disruption to the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the game really does that well of, of making an environment where you're sort of getting used to isolation. Even though you do have someone to talk to the whole time, but they're on a radio, so they're not really there. Every time you see someone physically, it is—it's jarring. Okay. Um, and yes, there are other characters in the game, but they're very far in between. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's—it's it's kind of a mystery. It's kind of—it gets a little bit dark at times. Um, I don't really want to go into the story beats. I guess I just want to tell you that the game looks really cool. It's not photorealistic, but it really paints a really good picture of out- outdoors. The lighting is really cool. Like you were saying it does go through kind of a day night cycle um it's not like a you know minute to minute it i think the daylight changes basically when you hit certain key events is what happens but um i really enjoyed it it's only about a five hour experience it's about 20 bucks on all platforms ps4 steam Mm -hmm. um so maybe you don't want to pay 20 for now i think it's worth 20. it was worth 20 to me um i really enjoyed it See. The other game I played that starts with F is Fallout 4. Did you get into a story? Nope.
0: God damn it.
2: I'm still doing side quests. More for the railroad. Um, Fucking railroad. I honestly didn't play that much of Fallout 4 because I like I dived f- two feet in to yeah. Firewatch. Five hours of gaming for me is, That's actu- a lot. is actually a lot for me.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, sadly. Um, so I was happy that I completed an entire game. Nice. What about you? What are you been playing?
0: I have probably spent about three to five hours playing Crashlands on my Android device. Huh. So, and I don't even feel like I've even like scraped the surface of that story. Cool. So.
2: And do you have any desire to, to play it on Steam?
0: I mean, it'd be cool to have it on like a bigger landscape, mm-hmm. but like I think I'm content just having it on my phone. Like I could pick it up and go and stop. Play it whenever the hell I'm on, like a lunch break or something. Like I realize has like the, it has a cross save.
2: So is it like a story type progression, or you just feel like you're building your own little personal world kind of? Progression?
0: No, it's a story progression. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really been doing a lot of the story because like it's a lot of collecting and like killing enemies and stuff, and trying to find like different rare drops and stuff like that. To... So you're all
2: kind of building your own little kingdom
0: but i'm not building a kingdom i'm building items that are gonna like i'm building like armor or like the next weapon set or like building something to uh there's these things called wompits which you are normally your enemy but i found a wompet egg and i turned it into my little minion and now it follows me around so now i'm building it a bracelet to make it stronger gotcha um and then just doing like different side stories Searching for like mystical wompets to like kill them. That like somebody's like, this wompet, so and so night crawler or something like that. Night stalker is his name. They're like, he destroyed the town. And like, there's a town of like this other weird, like, butterfly looking race people, bear butterfly looking people. Um, I can't mm-hmm. remember what the hell they're called. I'll have to show you during break. But, uh,. Anyway, so it destroyed their town or something like that. Killed one of their friends. So he wants me to go and kill Night Stalker. So i got to go around and kill all these Wompits until I come across one called Night Stalker. So, um, and then there's a bunch of other things. Like, there was one guy that got killed by the big floating purple head. So I had to go, like, bring his charred ashes to his grandmother and then his grandmother now is like some badass grandma. It's like we're gonna fucking kill him. So <laughs>
2: don't mess with grandma. Apparently.
0: <laughs> so grandma and me have been on a mission to build up, and now we're at a laboratory somewhere on the other side of the map.
2: Grandma's so, laboratory. Yes. Yeah. So, sounds like a cool expansion.
0: Exactly. So we're looking for batteries right now. Okay. So that's what I'm. That's what my goal is right now. To get these three packages to their intended. So now
2: you're your PS delivery Well, that's
0: exactly, that's actually what the whole dark game is. You're basically a delivery service, parcel service, and you get taken out of uh, hyperspeed and knocked down to his planet.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Yep, so that's what I've been playing. But I hear that you have a new segment for us.
2: Well, I have an idea for a new segment for our show, but I think if one thing gets added, we have to subtract one thing.
0: What are we going to Subtract
2: why they should like us and rate us on iTunes.
0: No, no, that's, that's got to stay there, I too. Should, I
2: think we should talk about this. No,
0: I don't think we should.
2: <laughs> Fine. <laughs> all right, my idea for a new segment, listeners, and we'd really like your feedback on this, whether it's something you want to see me continue, is uh, Tech with Tim. Um, I don't claim to be a tech expert, but I love technology, and I buy stupid technology all the time. He's uh, a tech expert. Whatever. I like tech. It's fun. I like new techy things. I new, I like new shinies. Sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes, sometimes they suck.
0: Set this up for me, tech expert.
2: No. Ugh. I mean, a TP link? That's like toilet paper for Link.
0: Yeah.
2: Link wipes his ass with this. Yeah. I don't even know what this is. This, oh, this is a, um access point.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be a fucking extender. It's like 10 bucks or something.
2: Yeah. Um. Piece of shit. I just got a couple Netgear ones. They're shipping to me right now. Oh, really? 11 bucks each. I'm um, normally 30. Anyway, so Tech with Tim. Technology should make our lives simpler or more fun or solve a problem. Um, technology should serve us. It should not. We shouldn't be in service to it. Um, technology can be in the form of software. It can be in the form of physical objects. We've had arguments before with Zach that my Leatherman um, bracelet, the the tread. It's
0: not technology.
2: It's a milled piece of technology that has a tool application. There's nothing techy about it. It's a physical object that performs a task. Where
0: did the double a batteries go, Tim?
2: It, okay, it's from the dawn of... Where's the
0: USB go, Tim? From
2: the dawn of man, for God the first time that a,
0: <laughs> a, ca- a
2: caveman figured out how to fit a rock between two sticks and hit a mammoth over the head with it, that was a tool, that was technology. Anyway, today's tech that I'm going to be talking about um, is part of the anniversary fail that I didn't bring up before. The gift I got for my wife was LifeX um, bulbs, which are a Wi Fi connected um, LED bulb. So, what's cool about LED bulbs um, of this type, and Philips, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. LifeX has these bulbs that um, you can control with a smartphone, and you can dim them, you can turn them on, turn them off, you can change the colors, so you can make their room like a soft blue or a bright pink or whatever. We're
0: Netflix and chill
2: you have, have a netflix and chill setting you can have times of day um like you want to wake up to orange you want to go to sleep to blue whatever
0: mm-hmm.
2: um or you're on vacation you want to look like someone's um in the house, at the you, house can, yeah. you can have the lights turn on and off at set times there's proximity settings you can have to your phone so like when you come home like certain lights will come on for you all sorts of cool applications for a smart light bulb so i thought, thought that'd be cool to surprise my wife with um so two things President's Day. Didn't account for that. Our, our anniversary was on President's Day. So, uh, a little bit of shipping delay. Um, a little bit. Second issue was, when I installed the lights today, um, two out of three did not connect. Ooh. So, they would work as light bulbs. I could turn them on and off. But, the I brought...
0: The wireless component broke.
2: Broke. Just did not register you're supposed to be able to log into them like a Wi-Fi hotspot and then configure them from there only one out of three showed up so those went back to Amazon today I might be looking at Philip Hue which is the kind of the big name in the whole smart LED Mm -hmm. um, lighting world and I thought you know LifeX is this up and company company it integrates with Amazon Echo that I have supposedly a little better than Hue So I gave LifeX a chance. I cannot recommend it. I also noticed a huge disparity between the apps. Um, The Android app um, was really clunky. I could not hardly get past two steps. I couldn't get into the main menu. I was kind of stuck in setup. I borrowed my daughter's iPad and that app is much more full-featured. I could navigate and do all sorts of stuff. So they obviously care more about the Apple um, side of the programming. I am gonna look into Philip Hue before I buy and see if their Android app is worth it. It's nice. Okay.
0: It is nice. Good. At least from what it's easy to use from what I've used at my buddy's house. So.
2: So, I might have an update for you at a future time. Um, Philips Hue is significantly more expensive. Yeah. It requires a hub um, for the lights. That's the one advantage LifeX has is each light's independent. But I'm learning that might not be such a good thing. <laughs> If each one is its own little network and those networks don't work, then you're kind of hosed. So, um, Q might up, end up being more plug-and-play friendly. So, we'll see. The other um, thing that came up for me this week was um, one of my keys broke. Ooh. Um, I have a pretty cool key setup, I think. I have something called key smart, which is a little bit hard to describe without um, seeing it in the picture. But it stacks up all of the keys So it looks like a pocket knife, um, and there's two sides to it, so you can unfold the keys from each side, and it keeps it super compact in your pocket um, instead of, I don't know, I hate keys jabbing into my leg, Yeah. I wear fairly tight jeans, and I don't know. It keeps them super compact and organized, um, but for whatever reason, um, just using my house key a lot, whatever, it broke. Had to get a new one.
0: Your house key broke? Or key smart, bro.
2: Key smart's fine. The actual okay. key, the actual key bent where the okay. where the shaft meets yeah. the main part of the key, just from bending or whatever.
0: Gotcha.
2: Cause you know I'm so strong and like yeah. I, I opened my door, freaking Hulk. I opened my door like I don't know. Anyway, key broke. So I usually go to like the hardware store and like wait for like twenty minutes for the guy to come from housewares Yeah. and then you know just make the key for me. But I saw this machine. Um, at a store called Minute Key. And it's pretty cool. You stick your key in a slot in the front.
0: That's what she said?
2: And you swipe your credit card or put a couple bucks in.
0: That's what she said too!
2: And it's like this little assembly, like this, uh, it looks like sort of like a 3D printer or something. It's like it's got rails and motors. And really? It comes up and grinds your keys for you and spits them out like a little vending machine. What the hell? It was pretty awesome.
0: They had a lot of cool key designs.
2: Um, they had Seahawks. They had a couple designs. I'd say like.
0: So nothing Tim jumping up and Nah, before. I just got
2: plain brass. But I got four key or sorry, three keys for four bucks and mm-hmm. it was cool to watch this little robot vending machine make my keys for me. That's cool. So if you go to minutekey dot com, I think it is, um, you could probably see where they would maybe have a machine like that near you. I thought it was a fun way to get replacement keys, um, better than waiting for the guy to come out of housewares and shuffle maybe over. Maybe learn how to
0: do my keys. Yes.
2: That's awesome. That's Tech with Tim this week. Sweet. But we also had a question for you last week.
0: Yes, we did. So last week we asked you guys what Nintendo merchandise would get you excited. So, Jesse LeCount over on Facebook says, The Nintendo Mothership. It's a concept console with nearly every NES, SNES, Game Boy, N64, and Cube Game built built into it. So, uh, that's kind of cool. I mean, it, it'd be super fucking expensive, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of wonder how many parts that would have to have because, there are some legacy like you like for example the GameCube had an adapter at one point where you could mm-hmm. play um, Game Boy Advance games.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the underneath the piece. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So like making this hot card. Well, that's just like the this uh, N64
0: had for the Game Boy Color.
2: Oh, that's right. I about that. Super Nintendo has something, too, I think, for uh, the original Game Boy cartridges. I
0: believe so, yeah.
2: So they could make this happen.
0: They could. Q, Caduce, Mr. Campbell goes, the go-kart, though it may be quite expensive. So if you guys don't know what he's talking about, Tim posts an awesome photo of a Mario Kart in real life. Mm-hmm. And that's what Q is talking about. Um, Dwayne Dwight... Diaz says none of the above unsure emoticon so he's not he,
2: he doesn't really want a Nintendo merchandise in his life apparently
0: apparently not apparently he doesn't want the Triforce of power whatever uh, Kristen J.D. Daniels says working Pokeballs LOL and an F-Wing from Star Fox if those count
2: I would love to take an F-Wing to work that would be
0: dude if I could take an F-Wing and have a Mario Kart that'd be sick Okay Tim, we were out in suck it. Hey Tim, do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll.
2: (laughs) All right, so I really want to get to our taste treat segment. So just go like us and rate us on iTunes. Um, Let's see, I'll come up with something. Um, If you like us and rate us on iTunes, you'll have taste treats like we're about to have. If you don't, you'll have like crappy Kool Aid without the sugar. That's what your taste treat will be, and you'll suck.
0: Shifting that fast, you guys must be really excited. We'll be right back after this music break. We are back. Tasty treats in hand kind of. Well Tim's about ready to pour them but before, actually Tim you should probably get that and start pouring that while uh, I talk so I've got another
2: of this wonderful invention uh, Crowler. This is from Caps and Taps. Uh, was canned on the 11th. Um, We have today a Ballast Point Watermelon Dorado Double IPA It's got an ABV of 10% uh, so it's a strong one. It's a double Um, and it's got 100 IBUs um, so that's interesting that's because it's got be a actual.
0: strong beer. Yeah, it's
2: got some watermelon added to it, so I don't know if it's going to taste bitter or sweet.
0: It's going to taste like Kool-Aid. It's gonna-
2: yeah, but not the crappy kind without sugar added. Oh, son of a.
0: Sorry about
2: your mouse pad.
0: <laughs> it's all good. I'll go grab something and just wipe it up. While Zach's
2: up. getting some paper towels, I will finish pouring listeners, while he's out of the room I'm pouring myself a bigger beer than him
0: hey, <gasps> I'm still right here, motherfucker oh, damn it <laughs> no, I'm
2: trying to be fair um, but we are pouring into our was it Mega Blaster? yep cups from ink whiskey pen. oh, my pen's fine it's hard to judge these but these are huge cups so they would hold more even than this mighty crawler could fill it's also kind of hard because it's head. So while we're like, waiting for the head to set a little bit, um, tell us about your taste tree.
0: Alright guys, so while Tim's splitting his beer, I am going to be splitting a pub collection gourmet chocolate IPA milk chocolate with hops. So this is my present for my wife for uh, Valentine's Day for, uh, to me. It's a rich milk chocolate dusted with fresh local hops. The hoppy aroma and tang provide a slight bite to finish, uh, just like a good IPA. So, um, we are going to give this hoppy chocolate a try. It's made by Pub Collection Gourmet Chocolate. I think I already said that. Um, it's 34% cocoa. I don't know what the hell that actually has any to do.
2: That means it actually has chocolate in it, and unlike a Hershey bars, which just has uh, chocolate oil or fat in it, not actual chocolate.
0: So, so we got some mold on the top of it, which that's I'm assuming the, is a hop. <laughs> that's not mold, that's the <laughs> dusting of hops.
2: They promised a dusting of hops. They delivered Is it all one solid piece or you can break it? Breakable, it's nice. It's got perforations.
0: Go ahead and break your piece.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, we're taking a bite. Not sure I taste the hops, honestly. Me
0: either.
2: But does it pair well with watermelon IPA? That's the question. Oh, That might be the worst taste ever if you mix these two.
0: Holy shit, that's really watermelon Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> this can be dangerous. That's yummy. That's really yummy. That
2: doesn't taste like an IPA. Mm-mm. It doesn't taste like 100 IBUs. No. Oof. No, way. I spoke too soon. Like, after you sip it, there's a bit of residual bitterness.
0: Not if you have the milk chocolate.
2: We might be the first people ever to drink watermelon double IPA with hot chocolate. That's a really bizarre pairing.
0: It's a very weird, bizarre pairing, but it's very so, good.
2: It, it works. Um, I don't think I've ever had just chocolate and watermelon together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do like chocolate and cherry, chocolate and blackberry. Um, we might have invented something. Mm-hmm. Copyright 2017 or
0: 16. <laughs> 17, what, we're in the future, bitches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we came back to let us know today, from the future. Anyway, that's our taste of treats. Um, they're all, both pretty good.
0: Yeah.
2: It's just a bizarre combination. It's Although, br- watermelon and a double IPA is a bizarre combination to begin with, but mm-hmm. Ballast Point likes adding stuff to their beers.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, guys. It is time to...
2: Kick it. What do you Uh, have first today?
0: So, guys, laying in around your neck, I have music wrap. Personal sound space on the go. So, before I get into this, I'm going to let the author, or the company, tell you more about this. Music plays
1: an important role in our everyday life. It encompasses so many facets of our day, we shouldn't be limited to how we consume it. We wanted to develop a transformable sound listening device that's portable and doesn't restrict how you listen to music. Because the Music Wrap creates a sound field and does not use earbuds, the user can protect their eardrums while using it. The Music Wrap will also stream your GPS directions while you travel. And since there aren't any earbuds in your ears, you can hear the elements around you, ensuring you a safe ride to work. The Music Wrap is a Bluetooth portable speaker that charges via USB. The blue LED indicator lets you know when the wrap is charged, which allows the user to unplug and take it with them. With eight hours of battery life, the Music Wrap will last you the entire day. It's also a smart device syncing to your phone. So when a call comes in, your music will pause in the background, allowing you to answer the phone with a push of a button.
2: Hello? Hey.
1: Once you've synced the wrap to your phone, you're free to travel any terrain. The music wrap is fully weatherproof and extremely durable, allowing the user to listen to their favorite music in multiple temperatures and humidities. We've created a transformable music headband that's not only versatile, but safe. We wanted you to be able to enjoy your music both indoors and outdoors, on your own or with others, all while remaining safe and aware of your surroundings. We believe we created exactly that, an amazing product that everyone can use. So please help support us by contributing to our campaign or spreading the word with your friends and family through Facebook and Twitter. We thank you for your support.
0: So as you guys just heard in that, um, it creates a personal sound field around you. Um, so you don't have to have anything actually plugged into your ears, um, eliminating earbuds or the ear soreness that it so can, you can be accompanied it, you by them. you can
2: play without being plugged.
0: Yeah. But you can you can plug it in to charge it, and then you can play. Okay. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. So, um, you guys might be asking yourself, what's something like this cost? It's got to be super expensive. Um, and it's really not on the uh, personal earbud uh, criteria. It's going on Kickstarter right now um, for 40 U.S. dollars. Uh, that's for one single unit. Um the Kickstarter standard for pricing right now is 45 so sorry I should say this again. That is the single-unit Love is in the Air Valentine's Day special, uh, $40 pricing. There's still 92 of them available out of 100. Um, so you guys can go ahead and check that out. It's been checked out by Gizmag, um, Splash Gear, Consumer Affairs, Trend Hunter, Cool Wearable, Coolest Gadgets, Gadgetson, Mike Shouts. Gadget Mash um, Android community. And 7 News out of Boston, apparently, has checked it out. Wow. So, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely interested in getting something like this. They have 16 days to go. They're looking for 20000 US dollars. They have 14892 with 272 backers. So, I think they're well on their way of getting fully funded on this project. Um, the only thing that turns me off about it is Eight hour lifetime or life battery, um,
2: which to be fair is probably enough for most people. It's
0: enough for most people, I'm sure, but for me, it's not. I have to have a minimum of at least, I would have to say, at least 12. That's crazy. So,
2: well, maybe they'll make an, an extended version for you.
0: Yeah. Tim, what do you got for us?
2: Today, I am featuring the Rocketbook Wave, a cloud connected microwavable notebook. Okay. Um, so, Again, I'm gonna let the uh, the creators of this talk about it first and then I'll comment.
3: What if it was simple to use a regular pen and paper notebook while saving everything in the cloud, perfectly organized the way you want? And what if after you saved your notes in the cloud and filled your paper notebook, you could just erase it with the push of a button and use it again? That's not magic, that's the Rocketbook Wave Notebook. With the Wave Notebook and the Rocketbook app, you instantly blast your notes into the cloud using your mobile device. In a fraction of a second, Rocketbook machine vision scans, enhances, and sends each page to the specific destination they belong on the cloud services you already use. Each Wave Notebook page has seven symbols. Set up the Rocketbook app to assign each symbol to a location within Dropbox, Google Docs, Evernote, OneNote, or simply to your email inbox. Let's see how Jake has his setup. He marks the diamond symbol and the Rocketbook app sends the notes to his customer meetings notes in Evernote. When he's brainstorming, he marks the star symbol, which he decided are for the notes that belong in his ideas folder in Google Docs. Now that your notes are in the cloud, when your notebook is filled, there's no need to go buy another book or let used notebooks clutter your life. Here's how you can reuse your Wave notebook multiple times with the mere push of a button. Take your notes using Friction Pilot pens, available in many office supply stores and Amazon.com. Friction Pilot Ink turns clear under heat and the Wave Notebook is specially designed to be microwave safe. That means you can clear your entire Wave Notebook in your microwave in the same amount of time it takes to make a cup of tea. When our specially designed thermal logo on the cover turns from blue to white, your Wave Notebook has been cleared and is ready to be reused. And with your notes in the cloud, an empty notebook has endless possibilities. The utility of the cloud and the joy of pen and paper. That's Rocketbook.
2: So yeah, you write on this uh, notebook with a special pen and um, then you use an app to take a quick picture of your notes and the app transforms it and uploads it to whatever cloud service you already have predetermined. and you just mark which one it is um, on the bottom of your notepad, on the little symbol. And boom, it shoots it there and cleans it up for you. It makes it really nice. So some people don't like to go into their computers when they're organizing notes. They like to just write notes. Yeah. And my wife is one of these. She like she has notebooks on notebooks where she's organizing her thoughts. Like, these are all the things I have to do. These are all the parts to it. And she can still use this notebook, but then upload it, boom, save it, because she's lost her notebooks, and that's bad
0: Oh, <laughs> bad that'd scene. be bad, especially for her.
2: Right, it's like losing part of your brain. Um, so then, after you're done with the notes, this is the weird part, you throw it in the microwave with a uh, cup of water, like they told you, and if, when you use these special pens, the ink um, turns transparent, so you can just write over it again. Um, so, very interesting idea. I, I wonder... Um, For someone like my wife who's in between the tech world and also wanting to write on paper if this would provide a good solution to kind of merge the two things, I'm sort of curious for it myself, although I don't write notes as much as I used to when I was in high school. Um, It'd be kind of cool to get one of these pilot pens, and I just like the whole idea of throwing a notebook in the microwave. That's just weird.
0: You know, I have a notebook right behind you. We can go toss that in the microwave. Does it have,
2: like, the metal spiral, though? That would be bad me start a fire. My
0: wife really wants like an overhead stove microwave, so she might not be too. Wow, I used with to you. have
2: one. Those are cool. Um, so they are asking for twenty thousand um, dollars. They already have thirty eight hundred backers. Oh
0: shit! It even links up to Dropbox.
2: Yeah, Dropbox, Evernote, Evernote, Evernote uh, Google Drive. Yeah, wow. OneNote, whatever. You, pretty much all the major. Wow, college, that's
0: awesome.
2: Yeah, and you just mark whatever. Like you can have little symbols, so like you want it to go to this, it'll go there. Um, looks pretty cool. I'd kind of like to check it out. And let's see the backer levels. The early birds are all gone. Um, for twenty-seven dollars, you can get a Rockbird Wave microwavable notebook plus one friction pen by Pilot. And you could choose either the standard size or the smaller executive size. Fifty bucks gets you two.
0: What the hell's the difference between the two sizes?
2: Um, it's eight and a half by nine and a half inches versus five and a, five point eight by eight point nine.
0: Oh, 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 oh. So, Executive size is like the smaller one. One looks like
2: a big iPad. One looks like an iPad mini as far as size for the notebook. Um, 72 mm. gets you three notebook or rocket book waves. 92 gets you four. 115 gets you five. And for $1,050, nobody's backed this, you get 50. So
0: Holy shit.
2: That might make sense for like an organization if you want to change the way that everybody communicates. Takes notes? Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a, a, a good solution for some types of organizations where, like, all the notes get uploaded to one spot.
0: You can also pay for uh, three extra, uh, add a three-pack of Friction pen for $7. Um,
2: I should point out that these pens are available in places like Staples. They are pens that are already out there. Um, so you don't have to buy the pens uh, through them. But the,
0: oh, so the pens already the pens, a real pens the
2: pens already exist. Um, but the notebook is kind of a, a weird so, new deal.
0: So I guess my question is, what would the pens be out on the market for already if the tablet or the pad isn't? because um, it's a friction pen, right? hmm
2: Uh, it's made by Pilot, which is so, a big, big pen manufacturer.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not sure. That's weird. That's cool, though.
2: It's sort of like spy tech too, like Invisible Ink, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Although, I don't think it comes back. Like, once you microwave it, I don't think you can make it come back. So, it's kind of disappearing. That's
0: op- what you think.
2: The opposite direction. Yeah, I'm sure the NSA, like, sees all of it. Exactly. So, anyway, they've got, um, like, quadruple or 10, I don't know, 192,000. They only wanted 20,000. they got 44 days to go. Check it out. It's
0: They're almost ro- a 200% board. funded.
2: Something percent, a lot of percents.
0: Yeah.
2: Rocketbook Wave.
0: 2000%. Funded. That's my kick it. All right, guys. Moving on from kick it segment. That brings us to our game industry news and game releases.
2: All right, what's the news?
0: All right, guys. So this week, if you guys don't remember, a long time ago, way back when, I think it was Silent Hill, was supposed to be showing off one celebrity named Norman Reedus, a.k.a. Daryl from The Walking Dead. Um, I can't remember the name of that game, but remember that game that got pulled from the PlayStation market? It was like Silent Hill something.
2: Oh, um, it was like two letters. PT.
0: Yeah, Silent Hill, PT. Was it PT? It was just PT was because it, just PT? it was
2: the reveal at the end was it was Silent Hill. That's they right. They didn't tell you going in.
0: But Norman Reedus was going to be the star of that, um, and Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus both just tweeted out uh, a few days ago, reunion with so-and-so. So this is actually Hideo Kojima's tweet out. It says, reunion with Norman Reedus, Reedus giving update about my own company. Um, so Kojima is a master of publicity and the bane of Konami PRs, um, but he is teasing an actual thing that posed to his own Kojima brand mystique. Norman Reedus, as you will likely know, was a star of Kojima uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. That's how you say it. Um, Horror Spectacles, Silent Hills, before it was canned. That implosion caused del Toro, in an interview with Playboy, to swear off making games for good. Otherwise, I'll join someone and his house will explode or something. Um, So anyways, Del Toro and Kojima are now back in cahoots working together, and now it looks like they might be in talks with Norman Reedus. Maybe they'll
2: come up with a game called Quiet Mountain.
0: Quiet Mountain.
2: Instead of Silent Hill. (laughs) Yeah, fuck Konami, by the way.
0: Yeah, fuck Konami, by the way. Or maybe just Loud Hill.
2: There we go. It'd be like the opposite.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that is one of our breaking news stories. Not really breaking news, but hot zingers.
2: Nice. Um, Ubisoft has announced a partnership with eye-tracking technology, Tobii. Um, the PC version of Tom Kranz's division will include integrated eye-tracking when the game launches March 8th. Players who own a compatible sensor um, like Tobii's iX or the SteelSeries Century Eye Tracker will be able to toggle a number of gameplay features specifically designed to capitalize on eye-technology. So what will this mean for you when you're playing the game? Um, it, HUD elements, like the mini-map, will turn opaque and fade in the background when you aren't looking at them. Um, when you look towards a far edge of the screen, the camera will start shifting in that direction. You can also use eye-tracking um, during moment-to-moment gameplay. By looking at an enemy, Enemy, it will automatically tag him with a marker, allowing teammates to spot that enemy more easily. And instead of using a mouse or mouse or thumbstick... Players can select pieces of cover by scanning the environment with their eyes, automatically producing button prompts on cover-eligible objects. So, um, that sounds pretty immersive, and if I had one of those devices, I would definitely want to play The Division that way. Yeah. Um, Which makes me wonder, like, if eye tracking would be part of, like, Oculus games, or... Huh. Like, I don't know if Oculus and all the other VRs have sensors to track your eyes, or... I don't know. That's part I really hadn't thought about before. I, but that's cool though. Eye tracking for um, the Vision at launch.
0: That'd be sweet. So and then moving over to the PS4 because you know I'm the huge PS4 guy on this podcast. Uh, virtual reality headsets now coming this fall. GameStop CEO leaks. A representative of GameStop told GameSpot. That is right. GameStop told GameSpot. that's yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> twisted today that it is excited to see PlayStation VR come to market, but didn't have anything to say regarding to a release date. There are certain Yeah. There is certainly a lot of excitement around virtual reality. To clarify, Sony has not officially announced a release date for PlayStation VR.
2: also haven't announced a price point. That'll be a big deal.
0: They went on to say, Whenever it launches, we are excited about how the technology will change gaming. According to GameStop's CEO Paul Reigns, Sony PlayStation VR headset is going to make it out in the first half of 2016 as previously announced. In an interview with Fox News this week via Game Video Gamer, Rain said his company is preparing for the launches of PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, and Oculus Rift, among others. He revealed a release window for Sony's headset that was later than previously announced. We are right now preparing, he was quoted as saying. We are right now preparing for the launches of major VR products. He said. Uh, we're in discussion with Oculus, HTC, and Sony. It's a big launch, and we're getting ready for it. We will launch the Sony product this fall.
2: So, I'm just... I don't think I would get my VR headset from GameStop, because that's like a recipe for pink eye. I mean... Like a used one.
0: But, half off, bro. But,
2: But, inflamed eyeballs.
0: Yeah, but...
2: Pink and pussy.
0: Yeah, but you got pills for that and shit. I guess. I mean... I don't know. I don't think I'd be... I don't think I'd be going with a VR headset that's specific really think... to one console.
2: Yeah, well, I kind of feel like it has to come out cheaper. And if it came out cheaper and there was enough games for it, that might be the entryway for people to get into VR in general. Because I don't know if VR is going to take off right away.
0: I don't, but I Oculus is a, is saying that they might be available on all consoles.
2: Oh, I didn't hear that. I thought it took a lot to run. I thought the Xbox and well, PS4 could... I
0: guess that's... Uh, well, maybe... Was it the Vive? What's the Vive on?
2: Uh, that's kind of the one Steam's backing. That's HGC Vive. Isn't that what Steam was going with?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. This whole VR thing is ridiculous. It's too confusing. It's, it's too confusing for my mind. So, do you want to hit up the next one, or do you sure. want me to?
2: It's sad times for quite a few at Activision. Um, Guitar Hero, Skylanders not doing great in the marketplace and in reaction of Activision has now confirmed it's implemented a round of layoffs. It's not immediately clear which offices are impacted but Game Informer reports that Minneapolis studio was hit pretty hard. Um, Activision spokesman told Game Informer as announced on our earnings call our games for core audiences did extremely well but the casual audience has not yet emerged on next gen consoles. So we are refocusing that's hint for we fired a lot of people, er, <laughs> to better align with Activision's long term priorities because it always, or yeah he goes on. It's a bunch of BS to say we fired a bunch of people because we didn't sell enough games.
0: So that's the worst important. part about this is like, there's like people that are brilliant behind these.
2: Guitar Hero looked really good. It that, did. That was the one with the actual live footage yeah. of the crowd and stuff. Uh, yeah, that was innovative.
0: It was and. <sighs>
2: It's all your fault for not buying enough copies of Guitario. I don't play Guitario, you have to play it for me.
0: Yeah. It's your guys' fault for not spending the 200 some odd dollars on all the shit you needed for that. Shame on you. Yeah. Send me $200 so I can buy a PlayStation VR.
2: But now, let's talk about Zack's favorite entry in the Zelda series.
0: So, guys. <laughs> Zelda, Twilight Princess HD. I fucking hate that I, this is the last story because I was really hoping to plan this off on a Nope. <laughs> Nintendo has released a gameplay trailer for The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD, an upcoming remaster of the Wii and GameCube classic for Wii U. Um, basically, they're going over what the new additions are that make the Wii U version better than the GameCube and the Wii. Here's the fucking video.
4: The HD edition of the game shines a new light on an ancient world. Intricate details come to life, from the darkest expanses to the smallest glimmers of light. On the Wii U GamePad controller, maps of dungeons and fields appear. And you can switch items without pausing the game, so that you're always ready for anything. Can also play exclusively on the gamepad. Along the way, you may discover new meaver stamps. These allow you to communicate with fellow adventurers. For the brave and experienced, there's a hero mode as well. It places Link in a challenging mirror world, where every hit deals double damage. Time when light must coexist with darkness. The hero must embark on a journey guided by Midna to decide the fate of the world. Princess HD, only on Wii U. Amiibo! This legendary adventure is now compatible with Amiibo. When you tap the Wolf Link Amiibo figure, a new area called the Cave of Shadows will appear. Mm -hmm. It can only be challenged as Wolf Link. So tailor your strategies to your lupine form and find out how deep you can go and how long you can survive. In the Cave of Shadows, there are no healing items to scavenge from enemies. However, if you meet certain conditions, you can heal with the Wolf Link Amiibo. Healing is only allowed once per challenge, so timing is everything. Should you conquer the cave, you'll be rewarded with a special item. With these amiibo, the game can be less difficult, or more challenging, and more fun.
0: Wow, what a load of shit.
2: Oh come on, you've got to admit. It's actually that
0: really cool stuff. I'm not gonna Being lie. able
2: to select your weapons on a screen without having to, without allowing them to go out of
0: having to change yeah. your stuff without having to pause the game is awesome.
2: Having the map right there.
0: It's good. I mean it's uh, it's promising. Let's put it that way. This actually kinda of makes me wanna replay that game because it'd be more functional.
2: Now, I, I I don't know which episode, but I think you already swore you're not going to buy this. I'm not
0: going to buy this, uh-huh. but I'm just saying that I want to more. So it makes me more hopeful for Zelda Wii U or Zelda NX or whatever the fuck it's going to be called. Zelda 2.0, the next actual real non-remaster version of Zelda.
2: Which we don't believe will actually come out on Wii U.
0: No, which I don't believe will actually come out on Wii U. I believe the only Zelda games that are going to come out on the Wii U are going to be fucking remasters.
2: So we've got Wind Waker, we're getting Twilight.
0: Yep, and those are the only two Zelda Wii U games. Probably. Those are. I mean, to date, That's a, those are the only Zelda. You don't Zelda. think
2: they'll do, like, Twilight Princess and release one on GameCube as well as the Wii?
0: Wait, what? Oh, they might do that.
2: Release a GIMP version for Wii U and a cool version on the NX or whatever they yeah, call Yeah,
0: but it. I'm getting the next version up. I'm not pulling the same stupid mistake I did last time. I huh. I, I hope they announce
2: their new system, because I'm dying of curiosity what yeah. that looks like.
0: So, anyways, guys, that is the Zelda news of this it's week. It's going
2: to be five Wii's duct taped together.
0: Don't forget the 3DS's, too, so you can pop those off oh, that, and walk away a, with that's them.
2: That's the screen for it.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Tim, why don't you uh, cover the game releases we got this week, buddy? I got a nice, fat fucking list for you.
2: You sure did, we already pared it down a little bit. Uh, we've got Pillars of Eternity, The White March, Part 2. Uh, Pillars of Eternity, I believe, was a Kickstarter game, and it's gotten critical praise. Project X Zone Two for 3DS. The Escapists, Walking Dead, coming out on PS4, and I believe some other platforms.
0: Which we also watched that, and that looks like uh, we decided early Final Fantasy.
2: Like a Final Fantasy two II or three. Yep. But with Walking Dead characters, so interesting. Yep. Uh, Tron Run slash or... <laughs> R.
0: I was hoping you'd say it like that.
2: That's how it's on the page. <laughs> It's supposed to be Tron Runner, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use the uh, whatever that is. Um, that's coming out PC, PS4, Xbox One. I don't know anything about it. Um, Me either. Layers of Fear for PS4. Another game I don't know about. When I want to hear about because it's got fear in the title. Yeah, I horror games.
0: I like layers.
2: I uh, you can have the layers. I will take the fear. Okay. Pixel Piracy is coming out for PS4, Xbox One. Rainbow Moon is coming out for PS4. Also coming out for PS4 is Randall's Monday, a game that we've actually given away on this podcast for Steam. Yep. But it'll be on PS4 now, um, and then Super Blast Deluxe Vita is coming. It's coming out for Vita. I already said that. Sweet. Xbox One players will finally get Rocket League. Woohoo! On February seventeenth.
0: That's still be to be known because right now I can play with PS4 players, mm-hmm. but they haven't, as far as I know, they haven't released if Xbox can play with PC or if Xbox can play with PS4. So
2: it would make sense for Xbox to play with. PC. PC. That already happens. I know game.
0: for a fact one of our listeners, Jesse, is buying Rocket League because of our podcast.
2: Good. I think so, I don't, I'm don't. i not worried. I think you'll like it.
0: I think you'll like it, but I'm wondering if we can't somehow team up and play.
2: Um, you're playing on PC, so obviously why not. I, they've got to make that work.
0: I mean, but PS4 I, and Pia, PC are playing together. so. So
2: there's like two parts to the bridge, but you know that they won't let PS4 play with Xbox One.
0: There's, that would be epic if they would.
2: They're not going to. They right? got to. No, it's never happened. won't happen. Uh, moving on, we've got H1Z1 kind of splitting up um, to King of the Hill um, or just Survive for early access.
0: You know, a few weeks ago when we talked about H1Z1 splitting up, mm-hmm. we mentioned that I had bought H1Z1 and I didn't know which version of the game I was going to get.
2: Right, so how...
0: They emailed me. They I'm even- getting them both.
2: Just because you're an early adopter? Because
0: I was an early adopter, nice. I'm getting them both. So apparently in my Steam account, mm-hmm. it's going to split on that day, which will be what tomorrow. Ha-
2: so will you have a like your character in each game, or do you have to start over?
0: I don't... They didn't answer that. Hmm. Well, actually, I think King of the Hill is the survival, like, last stand. Like, you drop in 121 players all at once. Okay. Uh, Just Survive, I believe, is literally the open world game. So, um, in King of the Hill, which is basically right now the drop-in, like, deathmatch version, uh, you don't have a rollover character. You start fresh every game. So, that would make sense.
2: Hmm. Well, speaking of games that are splitting up, um, Fire Emblem is um, kind of pulling a Pokemon and (sighs) releasing two versions. Three. Well, I'm wondering about the special edition. Uh, I guess
0: that's true. Maybe it's both.
2: Maybe, or maybe just bonus. I don't know what the special yeah, edition know. is. Fire Emblem Fates and Fire Emblem Conquests, where you'll play as different sides or like different armies. in
0: Birthright and Conquest.
2: Whatever I said. Birthright and Conquest, yes. Is it a 10.0? Um, <laughs> yes. So that's coming out along with a special edition, which who knows which version that will be or if it's its own version.
0: You know, this is actually. Would you consider this a Japanese game?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. This is
0: actually a game that I've always wanted to get into.
2: So have you played the other three D S one? I haven't. It's Fire Do you have it? No, I don't. Fire Emblem um is it Awakening? I believe so. It's really good. I've played it. I don't own it. Um okay. like it's a bit like uh I'm drawing a blank now. But it's a but strategy game. It? No. It's a it's like a strategy game where you've got people on the field and you're moving around. Hmm. But um Characters can die, characters can marry, and you get kind of attached to the characters, so it's not just moving chess pieces. And there's a good story, um, really good writing, and
0: yeah. Do you have to play the originals to get what's going on in these games? do you think? Uh, to an extent?
2: Probably some of the background would help, but Okay. I, I'm betting that they would catch you up or just start a new story. So yeah, 3DS coming out with that. Uh, Bayonetta 2 is coming out with a standalone disc if you were dumb enough not to buy it originally when it came out with original Bayonetta. So you get just Bayonetta 2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got the good version with both original Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. <laughs> and the last few games coming out are The Solus Project for PC, mm-hmm. City Skylines, Snowfall, and Galactic Civilizations 3, Mercenaries. That's enough games.
0: That is a lot of games this week, guys. But we went through a,
2: like a two-month dry spell, so it's about time for some games to come out again. Exactly.
0: So, so out of all
2: of those, there's, what, 20 games probably. I just Are you getting any of them?
0: I mean, I'm getting the H1Z ones. Technically. <laughs> Technically.
2: Are you into uh, The Escapist Walking Dead, or is that mm-hmm. kind of not your style?
0: Well, it's PS Four, as far as I know.
2: Oh, only PS Four, okay. As
0: far as I know, if it comes out on PC, I'd probably check it out.
2: So I'm gonna look at Layers of Fear because I want to know what that is. But
0: I might be checking out a Fire Emblem, which would make me pick up my three DS.
2: Yeah, you should definitely look into the original if you can find it.
0: Yeah. But that kind of uh, that kind of wraps up this week's episode, guys. Unless you have anything else to
2: nope. I already had my little special segment. Um, let me get. Let me know what you think of that, if it's something would want me to continue. So I've definitely got enough random tech rattle around in my house. I could talk about it for
0: a while. I think so. So, um, that the what we started off this week with, guys, is going to be your guys' uh, question of the week. So, what anniversary or Valentine's Day fails have you guys experienced or contributed to yourself? What's your biggest Valentine's fail? There you go. What is your guys' biggest Valentine's Day fail? So until next time on episode 81 of the Plug and Play podcast, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, twitter at plug plug underscore and underscore play underscore, instagram, the same exact thing, or mail us at mail at plugandplayproduction.com. Until next time, don't forget to prime and shine.